Today is the first Sunday of Adventide, this season when we really prepare ourselves for the Advent of Christ, uh, getting ready for Christmas. Uh, but in the beginning of this season, in the first part of Advent, we especially focus on the second coming of our Lord. When he's going to come, to set all things right, when this world is going to come to an end. And so in preparation for that, our Lord is, speaks to us today in his gospel, and he says to us, take heed, watch, and pray. What does that mean exactly, to take heed, to watch, and to pray? I want to talk about that a little bit today. You know, our Lord told us that there are certain things to pay attention to, certain things to take heed of. You know, in, in the Gospel of Matthew, he talked about this being something like watching a fig tree. He said that when you know that um, when the fig tree starts to sprout leaves, that summer is near. He says, so it is when you see these things, meaning these signs that I've given to you, you know that, that um, he is near, meaning that I'm returning soon. He is near at the very gates. So take heed, watch, and pray. What does this mean? How do you know what are the signs what are these leaves that are sprouting? You know, what, what signs have our, has our Lord given to us to help us to be ready to keep watch and to pray? To help us meditate on this, I'm using a recently translated work uh, by St. Robert Bellarmine. So it's been recently translated into English. It's been only in Latin up until very, the last couple years. So translated into, into English, St. Robert Bellarmine was uh, a doctor of the church. During his time, the Pope said of him that there is no man more educated, more learned on earth. St. Robert Bellarmine was a master, an expert in scripture, in church fathers, in church history. And he brings all these things together for us in a, a very brilliant way, very helpful way. He gives six signs, six things to be on the watch for in preparation. We have time for about three of these today. But if you wanted to dig more deeply into it, you could pick up uh, the book, Disputations on the Controversies of the Christian Faith. So that's what it's called by St. Robert Bellarmine, Doctor of the Church. Uh, so what does it mean to take heed, to watch? What are we supposed to be looking for exactly in preparation for our Lord's return? That's what I want to kind of go over today, especially as we're entering into this season of Advent, preparing for the return of our Lord so that you and I can be ready. Our Lord said to watch. What does he mean by that? What are we looking for? Well, St. Robert Bellarmine, the first thing that he, first sign that he mentions is uh, just before our Lord comes, just before his return, worldwide evangelization will have been completed. So the scripture talks about this. Our Lord talked about this in Matthew 24, 14. He said, this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world for a testimony to all nations. And then the consummation shall come. So the church, church fathers have understood this preaching of the gospel to mean that, that the church will be established in all nations. Parishes will be established so that the gospel is going out to all peoples, all tribes, all tongues, all languages. You know, the book of Revelation talks about that uh, all different people will be in heaven from every different you know, ethnic group, from all the different nations, all the tongues. Heaven will be there. You know, the Lord... Uh, before he comes, doesn't want anybody to be with excuse. He wants the gospel to be proclaimed to all people. 
All nations, all tribes, all tongues, everybody. So uh, until all nations have received this, he's not going to come. So that is when the consummation is going to come. So this means that if you're looking around, if this is one of the signs of our Lord's return, if you're looking around, uh, I would say that our Lord is very close to returning based on this sign. The gospel has gone out to more peoples, more tribes, more nations, more countries than ever before. Yeah, today, especially in the age of the internet, it's going even further to places that are much more difficult to go to. You know, if this is a sign, that means the Lord is coming soon, very soon. This is something we need to be watching for us. This is the first sign. Worldwide evangelization, the gospel going to all tribes, all peoples, all nations. The second sign that St. Robert Bellarmine gives to us is what he describes as the fall of the Roman Empire. However, by the fall of the Roman Empire, it doesn't just mean uh, what you think of as ancient Rome. He's also talking about the remnant of the Roman Empire, those people and those places that lived in the land where the Roman Empire ruled. So you're looking at France and Germany, England, some of those other countries that were birthed, you know, out of the Roman Empire. Uh, He says, when all this has fallen, the end will come. He cites St. Irenaeus. So St. Irenaeus lived in the second century. He was the personal... uh, student of one of the last living disciples of St. John, the Apostle. Uh, So very close to St. John, who wrote the book Revelation. Uh, He wrote, so St. Irenaeus teaches on this from Revelation chapter 17, Daniel chapter 2, and Daniel 7. So that this fall, what does this mean exactly? This fall of the Roman Empire, the people and places ruled by Rome. This has been confirmed by St. Cyril, by Another uh, early teacher of the faith, 3rd century, St. John Chrysostom from the 2nd century. I'm sorry, from the 4th from the century. St. Jerome from the 4th century, great Bible teacher, translator. St. Ambrose, this bishop. Tertullian, a teacher. And uh, Lactanius. They all agree that when Paul is referring to this fall of the, of the Roman Empire, sometimes he uses the code language of Babylon to refer to this. He's, he's talking about this, talking about the fall of the Roman Empire and its remnants. And by fall, he doesn't simply mean the fall of civilization. He's talking about this this great apostasy that's going to come upon us, this great rebellion by those peoples who are living in the areas that were ruled by the Romans. This great rebellion, this great turning away from the faith. This is what the word apostasy means. St. Anselm, who was an Archbishop of Canterbury in England back in the 11th century, talked about this. St. Leo, one of the great popes that we had, uh, talked about this. St. Thomas Aquinas also taught this. He talked about the fall of Rome as referring to the fall of those peoples who live in those areas where Rome ruled, the turning away from the faith uh, by those people, meaning... uh, Rejection of obedience to the Pope. So we're already beginning to see some of this. You hear about this in the news and different things. St. Paul wrote about the end coming after this takes place. So 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, he said this. Let no one deceive you in any way, for that day will not come unless the rebellion comes first. Being this great apostasy, this great turning away from the faith. 
unless the rebellion comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed. So the man of lawlessness, this is referring to the Antichrist, this figure we read about in Scripture, about this great leader who's going to lead this apostasy, this great rebellion, away from a church, rejecting the church. We have clues of, you know, this great uh, apostasy turning away, especially amidst those peoples that are living in lands that were ruled by the Roman Empire. Basically, what you're looking at is Europe, okay? All those lands in and around there. Uh, Christianity there in Europe is plummeting right now. There are many people whose faith has grown cold, who are turning away from the faith, turning away from the church. This is a sign that's very clearly taking place as we speak. Uh, this sign number two, the fall of the Roman Empire, what St. Robert Bellarmine talked about. And by that, he's talking about those people or places that are ruled by the Romans. We're seeing take place over in Europe, a sign that's very clearly happening today. The third sign that he describes, St. Robert Bellarmine, bringing together the scriptures, the fathers of the church, is this great persecution that's going to take place, a persecution of God's people that's going to be so dire, so extensive, so extreme, that mass will no longer be able to be celebrated publicly. It won't be celebrated here at St. James. It won't be celebrated at St. Joseph or San Juan del Rio or San Jose or Blessed Trinity, any of these places. It's not going to be celebrated publicly because it's going to be, you know, you're going to get killed for get caught celebrating mass. And we've had foreshadowings at time to time of things like this that have taken place, you know. In England, after the Protestant Reformation, for a few hundred years there, if you got caught um, hosting a priest in your home, or if you're a priest, you got caught celebrating Mass, you'd be killed, disemboweled, your body parts hung up around the city as warnings to others. It was very difficult during those times. Public Mass just wasn't allowed over in England uh, during that time after the Protestant Reformation. So this foreshadowing of what is to come during this great persecution, just before our Lord returns, it's going to be more extensive than just one country. It's going to be worldwide, uh, a very difficult time. Saint, uh, Hippolytus, who lived back in the second, third centuries, and St. Cyril in the fourth century, they talk about how the martyrs during this time of this great persecution at the end will be more glorious than the martyrs of previous centuries because of the extent of this persecution. It's going to be a very difficult time for the church. The book of Revelation, in Revelation chapter 20, talks about that at the end, just before our Lord's return, the devil is going to be unchained. So this is symbolism right now. The devil's powers are limited. What he can do in this world is limited. But at the end, those limits are going to be removed. He's going to have a free hand, and it's going to be very, very difficult for the church. Many will be martyred. Many will be killed for the faith. It'll make, you know, what happened in the early centuries of the church look like very little in comparison to what will take place during this final dark hour that the church is going through, this 
final persecution when Mass won't be able to be celebrated publicly. The Church Fathers talk about that this taking place, that public Mass will cease for about three and a half years. They base this on Daniel chapter 12, verse 11. It says, from the time when the continual sacrifice. Now, what's the continual sacrifice? Well, the continual sacrifice, they're talking about one singular sacrifice, the sacrifice of the Mass, the sacrifice where the one sacrifice of Christ on the cross is made present here for us. That one singular sacrifice will cease publicly from the time when the continual sacrifice shall be taken away and the abomination of desolation shall be set up. The churches are going to be desolate. There's not going to be public things taking place. There'll be still private and secret masses for sure taking place where they can in people's homes and the like. But the churches, for the most part, are going to be desolate during this time. Uh, from the time when the continual away and the abomination of desolation shall be set up, there shall be 1,290 days. So about three and a half years is where the church fathers get this from. This is coming to be, this, this great persecution and the end of public mass. This is the third sign that the church fathers talk about that St. Robert Bellarmine uh, you know, writes about in his book. Three signs to help us to prepare, to take heed, to watch, to know what's going on. So there's more signs too, but we can't talk about all of them because we're short on time. So these first two signs here, worldwide evangelization, getting very close to this being completed, and the fall of, of Rome. And those countries ruled there um, that were ruled by the Roman Empire and this great apostasy, this turning away. This fall, meaning this turning away. These two signs, these first two signs, are already very clearly taking place, perhaps moving toward their conclusion. This third sign, this great persecution, the, when it will be so bad that mass, public mass will be impossible, this has not yet taken place. This is still to come. There's other signs too. But all these things, they're all reminders to us that the Lord is coming soon. They're reminders to us to take heed you know, to get ready, to pay attention. The Lord has given us these signs. He, he doesn't want us to be afraid. Uh, we can put our full trust, our full hope in him. All of this is under his control. Uh, you know, he is going to oversee this. He's going to get us through. Uh, he's Lord, he's God, he's sovereign. We, can, we don't need to be afraid. We put our trust in him. However, he wants us to pay attention. He's given us the signs so that we would be ready so that we would know how to take heed, what to watch for. He says, take heed, watch, and pray. So as we're beginning this season of Advent tide, this time of preparation for the Lord's return, let us, you know, may we really truly do that. Take heed, watch, and pray. Especially pray uh, during this time. You know, uh, to begin again, to dedicate yourself to you know, getting to Mass every Sunday. We still have the Mass. It's, the public Mass is going to be taken away, but it's not right now. We have this, this great grace from the Lord that's been given to us. So we want to be here, be part of this. And uh, to pray, you know, at the Mass, to serve. Here at the Mass, to serve with your prayers, to serve uh, the church, to serve the wider community, your family, uh, to connect, you know, with others. To, to learn, continue growing in your faith, like we're doing today. These are all ways of taking heed, of getting ready, of praying, you know, in, in a Bible study or your own personal study, 
connecting with others, getting together with others, learning and growing together. And then, of course, sharing your faith. Uh, Let others know what the Lord has given to us, these preparations, these signs, these things that are to come. Use this time of Advent and beyond well. Take heed. See what's taking place, what's going on. Watch and pray that you may be ready, that God may be glorified. Amen.